Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Time to spill that tea, y'all. Melissa and Slater, sipping on all the sweet tea. From Nashville news to talking about their lives and everything in between. Welcome to the Sipping on Sweet Tea podcast. Uh, yeah, I was born ready. You know when people say that there's only one thing you're actually born ready to do, right? Drink some milk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, straight out of the teat. <laughs> did oh you? Did, did your mom breastfeed you? No. She never and did? I, ironically enough, we've already talked about this on the podcast. Did we really? We have, but believe it or not. What about your brothers? No. They were, they were, none nope. of them were. No. Nope. Wow. Yeah. We're moving on, and I'm actually bleeping all of that out. No, <laughs> none of it existed. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. Well, this is the Sippin' on Sweet Tea podcast. I'm cutting Slater off again. I think we should turn that into a drinking game. Every time I have to cut you off, somebody drinks. No one would even know. You just lopped all of that out, right? No. You're leaving it? it? Yes. (laughs) But we need to turn this into a game where if I have to cut you off, you drink. You finish. I think you got to finish whatever drink you have. You're going to be out of alcohol. (laughs) Yeah. Is there there a choice between two, two of my favorite drinks? Back in the day, where Flaming Dr. Pepper, have you had one of those? I don't drink soda for the 18th time. It's not. There's not soda in it. Dr. Pepper is Flaming soda. Flaming Dr. Pepper is not soda. Can I educate you? <laughs> sure, if you can say it nicer yes, than that. A, fl- <laughs> a Flaming Dr. Pepper. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What are we talking about? All right, hold on. So I just interrupted Slater, made him stop because he was talking about flaming Dr. Pepper. It was awfully rude, by the way. So, uh, flaming Dr. Pepper, and um, which means I interrupted him, so you have to take a shot. And <laughs> Nails, we have DJ Nails in here from Power 95.3. Nails, have you ever had a flaming Dr. Pepper? I, not that I know of. I mean, I've had plenty of alcohol. I've probably had a flaming Dr. Pepper as I'm. Well, he claims out. it's not a drink, is what he's saying. No, it is. no, it's not no. like you said it's not soda, but Dr. Pepper is soda, and flaming it sounds like it has not, fireball in it. Hello, miss. It is not actually Dr. Pepper. It's not soda. It tastes like Dr. Pepper, but you got to light it on fire. So it's amaretto. It is 151, and also a cup of beer, and you light it on fire. And then you drank it while and it's on fire. That's a flaming Dr. Pepper? Yeah. He's like, I'll be talking. ordering that this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Not even ordering. I might go home tonight and experiment with that. I got, I got banned at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings because I lit a table on fire while doing a flaming Dr. Pepper <laughs> shot. That Hold is on. the most Slater thing I've ever heard. Well, wait, so you got banned from a Buffalo Wild Wings? For yeah. that? I was expecting like... Rachel's. No, they're not. <laughs> Wait, Rachel's North or Rachel's South? Which one? Uh, whichever one has amaretto. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's why you're not supposed to throw change at the girls oh. as well. For oh those my who don't goodness. know, Rachel's is a strip club. Everybody knows. <laughs> okay, I'm cutting everyone off again. I'm kicking nails out. I'm actually going to kick Slater out and do this whole podcast by myself. I'm going to go to the store and try and find these ingredients for this flaming Dr. Pepper. I'll now. send it, bro. I just wanted to get I'll your input it. on that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, now that we got a good laugh in. <laughs> I go, yeah. Okay, so, so no, I've never so had a there's flaming no Dr. Soda. Pepper. There's, yeah, there's no soda in it. Okay. It's amaretto, beer, and 151. 
Okay. So I try it out anyway. I don't like amaretto. It's good. How about Irish car bomb? I love with that? Irish car bombs. You yeah. know this. <laughs> oh, that's a good video. Yeah, oh, that's a yeah, good video. Not, we'll, have to, but, we'll have to post it one no, day. <laughs> let's not. But speaking of drinks, um, let's go into the challenge that you put on. Yeah. This podcast and said we had to do something. We started a while ago, probably about a month and a half ago, I think, when when I first heard that Pepsi was making apple pie Pepsi for Thanksgiving, I said we should make something for Christmas. And you said, you know what? If there's alcohol in it, yeah, I'm all in. <laughs> now, I did have intentions of putting alcohol in this. But you didn't. But I did not because we were working at the time when we actually filmed the video. Yes. And I'm not going to tell you exactly what was in it because that's part of the fun. The videos on the K923 Facebook page uh, and also our Instagrams, Melissa Michelle Q and Slater did what? So follow us while you're on there as well. But um, it is, it wasn't. The worst thing in the world. I'll say that. Would you say that people should probably try it out for the holidays if they can get these four ingredients, which you could pretty much find? I would say no. You, really? <laughs> I, would hate, I hate to be that person. You could do an entire batch for like 12, yes, 14 bucks. But the ingredients don't go together. Uh, traditionally, they yes, don't go together. Well, there's a uh, reason they, for that. <laughs> and you also, one of the ingredients, you do need a hammer. To actually okay. put it in the drink. <laughs> and that's why you cannot make it a thing. Yeah, we, well, we'll, li- we'll link up to it. It's Slalissa's Santa Sip <laughs> is the name of this. So if you do try it out, hashtag SSS, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's a thing. There you go. Sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that video, you can watch um, me. Well, actually, you drink it too. So yeah, both of us good. trying it. Um, and now on to... The juicy stuff. Oh. Not that that wasn't juicy because no. that drink is juicy. Yeah, they're but, both But um, so have you heard? I mean, obviously, we got the horrible news over the weekend that Charlie Pride passed away. Yeah. And um, he was just back a month ago at the CMA Awards getting the Lifetime Achievement Award. I mean, he gave a speech. He was nervous. It was the most heartwarming thing in mm. the world to see him get this speech or give this speech, get this award. And um, since then... He's gotten COVID. He passed away. And um, a lot of people are blaming the CMA Awards for it. Oh. And I, I disagree with that. Do, do you blame them? I don't. But, I mean, I think it's been long enough. At the same time, I don't know, you know, what the time span is, if somebody can have it for that long and if he could have been. But Maren Morris had tweeted Yeah, I'm going to read it so I don't actually mess this up. She tweeted, I don't want to jump to conclusions because no family statement has been made. But if this was a result of the CMAs being indoors, we should be outraged. And then within an hour, it was deleted. Also, Mickey Guyton. So what do you take with that? I I mean, she's essentially saying that it looks like that is why he passed away. So she's saying we should be outraged, like we should be really mad at the people with the CMAs Mm -hmm. thinking that's okay. Correct. Yeah, but he signed off, right? He's 86 years old. He was 86 years old at the time. So you're saying he chose to be there? Yeah, he put himself in that situation. And I know from my family members that are in their 80s, they're not leaving their house. Mm -hmm. They're they're staying in. I don't think, well, no. And that's the thing is the CMAs, made it seem like everything was, you know, good. Like they were following every protocol, protocol. They were making sure everything was safe. So Charlie felt comfortable going. And I think that that's why he did not get it there. Because if they made him mm. feel comfortable enough to go and he actually went, he got it from somewhere else. You know well, what I mean? He might have got it from traveling 
There. Well, no, they so the the statement after all these artists started tweeting stuff like this, um, there was uh, an article that came out that the CMAs did a statement saying he tested negative leading up to the CMA awards, and we know that they tested because Tyler Hubbard of Florida Georgia Line, Lee Bryce, and uh, Charles Kelly all tested positive and were kicked off the show. Right, they weren't allowed to be a part of it because they tested, and Charles Kelly that proves that they did multiple tests because he tested uh, negative before performing. And mm-hmm. then his performance was pre-recorded, and then tested positive before the show. And they said your thing can still air your performance, but you can't go to the show. Right, but I think leaving there somewhere in between Wait, point A and point no, B, because then after they got back, because Charlie Pride was in Texas, that's where he's from. Okay. After he got back to Texas, he did three more tests to make sure that he didn't get anything in travel, and all of them came back negative. Oh, okay. So there was something else that happened, and yeah. so once that statement was released, a lot of artists were like, "Oh, okay, never mind." CMAs, you know, we take uh, back our So that's our why it was deleted. You. That's uh, why, that, right? Either that or Maren Morris realized she's not going to get nominated for anything ever oh. again. <laughs> I, I don't if, know if that would do it. Like, I don't they, know. I mean, the CMAs, the people who run that, are in charge of who gets nominated. That's mm. why I think Blake Shelton never gets nominated because he must have done something to really upset Ooh. somebody. Yeah, well, that's like Jason Aldean. Which award show doesn't recognize Jason Aldean? Is that also the CMAs or is both. the ACMs? Both. both. Mm-hmm. What but do you think he did? He was at the CMAs or the CMAs this year performing for the, um, was it, the, who sings Charlie Charlie Daniels? Mm. He did the Charlie Daniels trip. Oh, that's right. But he wasn't performing any of his songs and he wasn't nominated for anything or presenting anything. It's so weird. Like, that's why, like, in this landscape of politics, like, we don't talk about politics here. On we talk show about CMA all. politics all day. But, oh, we have to. Because <laughs> we're not getting nominated either. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we do talk a lot about the CMAs because it is all filled with country music. It's one of the biggest nights in country music. So, of course, when there's drama surrounding it, that's like the Super Bowl for us. Yeah, it kind of seems like it. Can I can I bring something up? Do you? I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah, but I, Somebody take a drink. Can they take a drink when you cut me off? No. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that works. No, I just got a text. And a picture from, <laughs> oh, we talked about it before, Obi that does mornings at K923. Yeah, you're so, living with him. Yeah, yeah, so I'm staying at essentially his townhouse. like a It's like an in-law apartment that's attached to the side of his house. So he's got three kids, and they're great kids, but they also, they're kids. They have a bit of mischievousness mm-hmm. to them. And it didn't bother me the last couple months, but it's happened a lot now because I've been ordering things for Christmas on Amazon and they, I, he sent me a thing and he said, oh, this wasn't ours, right? And my Christmas gifts that get sent there, they open them up even though my name is on them. So you're saying when you get a package from Amazon, they take it inside and open it? They open it. I, I think just to like, and and they say because they don't look at the the name that's on it. I mean, I can- they I just. Can... They just open it up. God I might be for- I might be a really bad person to bring this up too because I open everything that comes to my house, yeah. even if it has my name, not my name on it. But thank good. Like, what if, what if it was something like I I'm not dirty. Ed- yeah. What if it was a dirty thing in there? <laughs> They'll learn their lesson. <laughs> it's like Obi, Obi's like, oh, I had to actually have a talk about the birds and the bees, and I'm like, well, tell with, him not to open with, my packages. Yeah, with your son who's 11. No, my daughter who's six, and I'm like, <laughs> I wouldn't want to deal with that conversation. I mean, technically. So what do I do? Do I just get it sent to the the station instead? I mean, that's a good way to go about it. Or you could actually put a note. And when I say note- it, I'm not talking about blow-up dolls. You I don't can- have any blow-up dolls that actually You go- can put a note, I think, to the Amazon driver and say if it's labeled Slater to put it by the garage. I don't know. Does that work? 
I mean, they, they have, look at those. They have a thing now where you can literally give them a garage door opener to your garage, and they can deliver it in the garage. So you could probably say, like, mm. on the package, the instructions. There's usually delivery instructions. I think I mean, you can write if it's if it says. Well, I know your name's not Slater, what you order. (laughs) But if it says your name on it, tell them to deliver it to the side door. I don't know. Uh, Well, and they put those there to what? So that way any package pirates, is that what they're called? Yes. So that way they know like, oh, Mm -hmm. you got to hide it out. Can't just can't just know. leave it out in the open for anyone to walk up yeah. and grab it, which is really nice. Like but, my old house, they would hide it out. Would... But if you do ship it to the station, there are people here who will open your packages. Oh, do they? <laughs> have you had that happen? What if? What if you ordered something here and Obi opened it, and you just realize, okay, it's it's just the DS. It's clearly, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it I'm doesn't just matter kidding. where I send it. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not mad. By the way, I'm more like in the future. If I do yeah, have any sensitive yeah. <laughs> items that I need to make sure. You know what you should do is order something and let them open it and see their reaction and then give it to them as their gift for Christmas. Well, you just wrap it up for me. It's going to be yours <laughs> anyway. So but, maybe maybe what I should do instead is instead of having that conversation of, hey, yeah, maybe don't open this up. <laughs> then some of the things that usually could bother you on a cohabitate, like maybe I should just go in and, and leave the toilet seat up. You know, but you have your take, own toilet. Take that, yeah, but it doesn't matter. Take my <laughs> knife that has mayonnaise on it, and also scoop it into the peanut butter. Oh So my, that way, there's actually, mayonnaise and peanut butter together. Mm, I've heard people say that the peanut butter mayo sandwiches is pretty good. So should I just mix it up? <laughs> <laughs> just swirl it in. Ew. Two scoops. Two scoops of <laughs> disgustingness. All right. So moving on. So. So. so I love helping people. <laughs> Do you though? People seem more desperate around the holidays, you right? You said that last week. With what they need, <laughs> that they seem desperate. Yeah, you must really feel like the helping spirit. <laughs> it seems pathetic. It oh seems, my it gosh. seems so sad no. that they turn to us. You don't have anybody else in your life that you can actually ask for help. You need to turn to us and be like. Why can't you just be more positive about the advice we give? What if it's really good advice? The last two weeks has been good. Okay, well, we've well, been doing this for quite a, a lot longer than that. <laughs> so this week we got Monica and Oviedo, and she says, so she said, holiday family traditions, they're super important to her. They're super important to her new husband. But her and her husband, they started dating last November. Okay? Okay. So 2019 in November, started dating, and they just got married. So they were actually never really boyfriend, girlfriend to the extent that they, you know, would spend the holidays together. Yeah. Last year. And they're already married before this holiday season. Does that make sense? Yeah, for so sure. So now she's realizing that they both have different family traditions. His family lives up north. Her family lives here. He wants to go home every holiday. Yeah. So she's like, is it bad to spend the first holiday separate or any holidays separate? Sure. Because she doesn't want to go see his family because she wants to stay with hers. And he doesn't want to stay with hers because he wants to go see his. So. Yeah, I get that. So what do you think? Do you think that. I mean, obviously, there's a compromise to be had here. So, Monica, like, I would say every other year. we it's You got to compromise. Am I allowed to phone a friend? I would like to get the opinion of Michael Ray, who actually dealt with this the very first year that he was married to his then-wife, Carly Pierce. Remember last year? Yeah, it was maybe la- that's why it didn't work out. Oh. I'm just saying, like, you never know. And, and honestly, and, and this is no bash to it, but for real— I don't see there's anything wrong with it. Some people can make it work. For me, 
that wouldn't that wouldn't have. Flown. Oh yeah, because you said this year was your first year home in a while because you always spent holidays with your ex-wife's right. family. Yeah, so I would say for sure you have to make sure that you're both okay with it. If you're not okay with it, okay with what? Compromise and trading off years or yeah. spending time apart. And that you both are okay with trading off years. Okay. Because if not, and then spending time apart, you both have to be okay with that. Yeah. And if one of you is not then you're going to have to figure something else out. Then maybe you guys are not, because that's a big thing. That is. And I, and I know that you said, Monica, that you've never spent, uh, uh, you weren't dating enough back last holiday season to have to worry about this. And now you're already married, um, which is super quick. And that's okay. You know, everyone has their own, but I now I yeah I don't know. Like, yeah, you didn't talk about this before you got married sure. because it didn't come up. And I get that. Yeah. And I will say from my experience, my family had a crazy resentment against my ex because they thought, oh, she's preventing him from coming to see us on mm-hmm. the holidays, even though I would take full responsibility that I could have been like, no, I don't want to do it. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. Um, would you have been okay to spend the holidays separate? No, I would not have. I, I before I, you had your daughter, I was adamant. No, because it seems like seems like you actually don't love each other. In my in my opinion, it seems like you should want to be spending the holidays are important to me. Mm-hmm. So you should be wanting to spend the holidays with the other person. And I get that, but at the same time, more than your family, I think. Yes, but there's, I mean, I would, I would have a problem if my husband said I'm spending every holiday with my family. I would say that's fine. So I will like on Thanksgiving Mm. for me, I mean, my family and my husband's family both live in central Florida. So it's actually really easy. But on Thanksgiving, my family would usually do an an earlier thing and his family would do a later thing. And his family would always say, yeah, we want to eat earlier. And I'm like, that's perfectly fine. Go eat earlier. Steve will go. I'll go to my thing. And that's fine. Yeah, but because we live in Central Florida, it's not hard for Steve to say, "I'll see you guys next weekend," or me see, say to his family, "I'll see you guys next weekend." Yeah. Uh, but in this case with Monica, I mean, this is a little bit more tough because his family's up north, and it's not like she can just say, "I'll see you next weekend." Yeah. If you can't drive, then you at least have to be on the same page that that's what you're going to be doing. So, what advice are we giving here? <laughs> uh, th- that you actually have to do some deep diving into what you like and what you don't like, and if you're not okay with it, just it, this is my take. I would say you guys really got to figure it out. You got to figure out if you don't want that, if it's important to you to spend it with your family and he is also feeling the exact same way. And you're okay being apart. Yeah. More, you know, more power to you. Yeah. But yeah, if there's, as your first year married, the first holiday season married, I would say you have to be the first one, at least together. Sure. You have to figure out the first one together because- you haven't had a holiday together yet, you know? So, yeah. I don't know. That's a tough one. Follow your heart. That's what we're saying. Not your head. Not, not <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because your head is probably going, hey, I don't I don't know. Like, that's, I, that I don't is, know what to do. <laughs> that's, that's what Melissa's head says. My head goes, <laughs> when I'm trying to think. It doesn't work. <laughs> All right, next. What say you, Melissa? <laughs> I forget. You said you hate Reba McIntyre? Is that what you said? What words came out of your mouth? I've, I don't hate anyone there except for somebody, you. Oh, there was Dolly Parton or Reba McIntyre. You like one better. I'm not a better. fan of either. I've actually, I actually have learned to love Dolly. Not her music, but her as a person. Mm. And I probably think, Reba's probably a great person too, but I'm just not a, not a fan of the, the music 
of okay. either. Who's the oldest Judd? Who's she? Judge Judy is Winona Ryder. Winona Judd is she the oldest Judd? Okay, so what I was gonna say is, if you had to choose when it comes to the holidays, Dolly Parton, I saw this week, celebrated Christmas with her family by dressing up as Granny Claus. So who do you (laughs) think out of? We'll leave Winona Judd out of this, okay? But Dolly Parton or Reba McIntyre, who would be a better Granny Claus for you? Who do you think would give the best gift, and what would you ask it's Granny Claus to get? Dolly. M- more than Reba. Only because you hear of Dolly giving gifts more often. Dolly gives money to charities, and she gives she buys houses for people. Well, what if she doesn't have much left after that? She definitely has a lot left. Do you realize she has her own theme park? By the way, speaking of owning a theme park. So you said Dolly. Is that, yes, is that, Dolly's okay, my answer. Okay, thanks. By the way, speaking, <laughs> take a shot. Uh, <laughs> um, speaking of theme parks... Owning theme parks. So my husband and I watched the making of Frozen 2. Okay. Amazing on Disney Plus. Not just because it's Frozen 2, but because of watching how people make animated movies is insane. But also on there is the Imagineering uh, documentary on Disney Plus about how how Disney, you know, the theme parks were created. And it got me wondering what happened to the Disney family, because obviously they got to have a lot of money, a lot of money. So I did some research, research and started looking into like, so like Walt Disney had adopted, um, had adopted daughter, yeah. right? One or two. Uh, she yeah, had two daughters. Real daughter, yeah. He had one, two daughters. One was adopted. A one real was daughter. not. <laughs> I mean, a like, blood daughter. Biological. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Biological. <laughs> um, and I didn't realize that Walt Disney had a brother. So why are none of them called Roy Disney? None of them. And he, they were co-owners of Disney. Yeah, but Roy. Yeah, Roy Disney was. What, what are you saying? Why what? Walt Disney World and Walt Disneyland, right? Yeah, because it was Roy handed handled the business, not the creative. But why is none of it called Roy? I'd be like, what why the heck? Sh- you know what? Why I should guarantee it be? It wasn't you, his ideas. I guarantee you that if you walk up to somebody who likes Disney and say, what's Walt Disney's brother's name? They'd go. I don't think mm-hmm. so. I, I disagree because I know a lot about Disney. <laughs> and I knew that. Because actually, yes, way back in the day, you- I had to write a report on Roy Disney. That report was terrible. I was in third grade. (laughs) I was nine years old and I had to write a report about Roy Disney. So I, when I was doing this research, I found out that, um, so the family owns like 3% of the company and the rest of it is is sold in stocks and stuff like that. And 3% is still like $6 billion a year or something like that. And what are they doing with it? Uh, They, they have a lot of charities and stuff, but you'd think that they'd be more in the news. No, I think they keep their nose clean. That's crazy that there's rich people out there that actually live a normal life. <laughs> yeah. We would, yeah. We would like to be part of that family. I was very, very intrigued by the fact that like, I've never heard of anything news-wise about anyone in the Disney family. So do you think- But also, their last names are not Disney anymore because both he had two daughters. Right. One of them got married and changed her last name. The other one hyphenated it, and then she had kids that were, I think were girls. So it's like, obviously, the name gets lost after a while. Sure. Which is why maybe the hyphen, maybe the hyphen, it, it lives on. Well, sh- yeah, they're not here anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> the grandkids of Walt Disney, I believe, are still around. Hey, we learned we learned a whole and lot Roy today. Disney. Yeah. So what did we what did we learn? Let's talk about it. What did we learn? Um, that flaming Dr Pepper is not soda. Uh huh. We learned that. A you lo- hate Reba McIntyre. I don't hate her. Right. Um, we learned that. 
Maren Morris will probably never be nominated for a CMA award again, even though she will rightfully deserve one. She should be on this podcast, too. Her, Jason Aldean. <laughs> the next couple of weeks, we're already produced up. We've also learned that 7 o'clock last night, or whenever you're listening to this Tuesday night, there was a video, lovely video created by Slater, of Aww. me drinking a disgusting, I mean, lovely holiday drink. And that's not even the best part. The best part is we put bloopers on the end <laughs> that are actually bloopers. Yeah, they're, they're they're ones that make you go, "What just happened there?" Like or, you see a side you of you say? I never thought was gonna. Yeah. <laughs> You'll hear some nice uh, editing in that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I did I made the foley myself. Mm. The sounds. Mm. Uh, you, you, Look yeah. at you. Yeah, Walt Disney over there. Yeah, overachiever. <laughs> I'll be Roy Disney. <laughs> All right. Well, follow me on Instagram, Melissa Michelle Q, and me at the Real Roy Disney. All right. The Sippin' on Sweet Tea podcast is available on demand on all platforms and on the K92.3 app. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.